testing. One, two, three. Check. One, two. Bitcoin. One, two, three. Ethereum. One, two, three. Bitcoin Cash. One, two, three. Doge. One, two, three. Ripple. Negative five. <laughs> Silver. One, two, three. All right. Instead of check. Goldbacks. Gold Ooh. Ooh, nice. Jinx. You want me to go? Yeah. You know, when two hosts agree, it's usually usually a good thing here on yeah. Free Talk Live. Which, just for the record, they're called ho-hos. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> ho-hosts? Ho-hosts. <laughs> Ho-ho-ho! Are we, are, we, are we hoes? No. Where are my hoes oh, at? Oh, my hoes are gone for my microphone stand. Yep. Christmas is over! I, I told... Uh, oh, done. my gosh. After, after last night's show, I told Bonnie a story about... Like one of my aunts who would set up Christmas decorations like the day after Thanksgiving, if not on Thanksgiving itself, oh, yeah. while she had help. Right. You know, yep. like, here, Bobby, you put up, and you, you're tall, you well, can reach you're the tree. Here. Right. You know, that kind of, oh, will you put these Smart. lights around the window? You know, that kind of thing. So she had additional labor. And then she would leave them up until Easter. <laughs> until when everyone everybody came back. Came back. <laughs> until everybody came back and then would help take it down and put it back. Well, you know, you know, so like, is that smart? Is it lazy or is it both? Both. I think it's I think it's very smart. I always so I noticed some people put their Christmas decorations up like a week before Christmas or like a day before Christmas. Yeah. And then they take them off right after. Yeah. That it's a what a waste. Short, what a, a waste of holiday. time. Okay. What a waste of time. At least well, I think right. I think it makes sense like Get the whole month of December at least. That way, you know, you get your Christmas month, get your pretty lights for a little bit. What I don't, I don't understand is some of the less elaborate decorators, right? They only put up like a string of lights around the what underside of their roof. Us? I'm just saying, like, why don't they just leave the lights up all year round? Why do they even take them down? Because <laughs> all you got to do is turn them on or turn them on or plug them in, unplug them. Like, do the work once and enjoy the lights for every That's holiday true. season for the rest of your life, or as long as you own that house, I guess. Yeah, get like a nice white light. Something. Yeah. I once had a Christmas tree last until May. Uh-uh. And then we just got Ooh, rid of it. a real one? Yeah. We fed it one time, put two aspirins in that thing, and it was green, didn't shed, just stayed in my wow. nice It's a Christmas room. miracle. Right. <laughs> Finally, they're like, you're leaving soon, and the neighbor wants their tree stand back, so we're going to, you got to get rid of that thing. I'm like, it's not dead yet. It's still. It's literally part of the family now. Yeah. Before we carry on about how Santa Claus is a lot, I mean, uh, Christmas Whoa. stuff. Whoa. Um, Fighting words. We Captain. should tell the listeners that this is Free Talk Live. Oh. That's the name of the show. We do have a name. You're not just listening to three random people Babylon. I well, mean, you are. You kind of are. <laughs> we, just, we just put a label on that. We've just called it Free Talk Live so that you know we could do branding and that kind of thing. Uh, in the studio tonight, it's myself, the Lord, Dr. Reverend Captain Kickass, joining me. Nikki. And Richie Rich. And uh, yeah, it's been a weird uh, holiday season. Uh, did, you, did you guys get my gift? The cap, the Captain Kickass Parody Project. LP. Oh yes, 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 yes. Uh, listeners, if you're listening and you did not receive my gift firsthand directly from me, uh, that's okay. You can motor over to LordKickass.com on the internets and click on something called COVID Carols. It's a three-song EP. Uh, last year, I was challenged by Ian to uh, write some 
parodies of Christmas songs in the key of COVID, what with the lockdowns, the vaccines, and you know the government's overreaction. And we thought it was going to be a one-off for that year only. Yeah, we thought, oh, these will be irrelevant in two weeks. <laughs> Unfortunately, that was not the case. So since that wasn't the case, I, I recorded one of the songs, uh, and it's called, uh, last year, and it's called The Lockdowns Are Dumb. It's a parody of The Little Drummer Boy. And so I recorded the other two, but I didn't like them as much. So I only released the one. I did some tweaks to the mix and fixed some things in the studio, if you will, uh, on the other two songs. So now uh, there's The Lockdowns Are Dumb. There's Do You Fear What I Fear. Oh, which that's is, my favorite. You know, Do You Hear What I Hear. And then, of course, uh, Have Yourself a Sterile Little Christmas, where Captain Kickass attempts to croon, right? Wow. There's a bit of, yeah, me, me crooning. So not cringing, crooning. There's okay. a difference. There's a difference. I think I did it some justice. You have to explain to the millennials what crooning actually is. Yeah, no I have no clue what that anymore. means. Yeah, think uh, <laughs> like Frank Sinatra. Think like piano guy in a nightclub with one vocalist singing. Oh. You know, doing the hey, everybody. You know, I uh, think Richard Cheese. Okay. Right? Yeah, he's, oh, I he's love a, him. He's a pastiche of the crooners. Okay. Right. So. Uh, and also, I need to tell you, because it is a gift, uh, I have gone with the pay-what-you-want model. So if you go over to lordkickass.com and you click on COVID carols uh, and you want to download them, you just click on the you know buy button, whatever that is. I think it even says pay what you want. You can enter zero, and you'll still be able to download them and all that kind of stuff. If you find value in these, you think they're funny, and or you want to support you know me as a person, uh, you know, feel free to pay. I've already had somebody uh, overpay for the entire discography that's available at that site. So nice. uh, that was pretty cool. So if you haven't got your present from me, it is over at lordkickass.com. Click on COVID carols. I meant to actually play that at my family event. I'm hoping and people And I totally would forgot, and I'm like so upset, and now I have to wait until next year, but I'm sure this craziness will still be going on, I, and my family will still be able to enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy it? Quote, enjoy it, quote. yeah. I have, so I have a good mix in my family of like believers uh-huh. and non-believers, uh-huh. so to speak. Like We got some red-pilled people in there, you know, mm. we got some libertarians or people on the verge of being libertarians, so... And you got some blues? And then we got some some jabbers. We got some, some hardcore believers. Some crats of demo. So, yes. Mm. So I, like my per your meme, the how are you still alive, people? Yes, but they still came. So if if I were me and I had you know like this uh, uh, family unit that is as you describe a mix of you know political leanings and that yeah what, what I would do. And I hope that somebody in you know the listener world uh, will pull this off. It's not too late. You know, some folks have their gatherings after Christmas or before New Year's. And like New Year's, there's a bunch of gatherings. So my hope is that somebody will just take these songs and just put them on and not say anything to anybody about it. Not be like, hey, I went online or I listened to the show and blah, blah, blah. No, just just, put it in the Christmas mix. Just throw it in the rotation, you know, and wait. Okay. And wait and see if anybody notices, you know. See, see what happens. Burn it to a CD and put it in their six CD changer in the trunk of their car. Yeah, whatever you got to do. Okay. They're, they're MP3 files. You can get actually any kind of file off of the website. You can get FLAC files. You can get WAV files. You can get 320KB MP3s, like all high-quality stuff. They're all high-res stuff. And in fact, uh, the files that you get will have the lyrics of the songs embedded in the files as well. Nice. So if your device reads that kind of information, the lyrics will be right on screen for you. Or on you know if you have one of the ones in your car, the lyrics will just start going by. Well, that's I a fun karaoke. So. Yeah. Yeah. So at any rate, uh, 
enough about that. I want to talk about something that I know uh, in the libertarian circles and the voluntarist freedom-oriented people circles, uh, Facebook gets a bad rap, and it should, because, you know, I don't like uh, the that guy. I can't, Sucker. I, I, can't, I can't say my parody for his name Sucker over the bro. radio because it, it's a bad word, and the FCC will frown upon that. <laughs> yeah, it, needless to say, it rhymes with Truckerberg. <laughs> Ironically, also rhymes with Zuckerberg. Yeah. But I am a big fan of memes. I love memes because if a picture is worth a thousand words, how many words is a picture with like five or ten words on it worth? Like, At least a few giggles. I think a lot more. thousand and five? And oh. memes, to me, drive a point home very quickly. I, I'm sort of a visual kind of a guy anyway, so I appreciate this kind of a thing. But memes like drive the point home, particularly when it comes to political stuff. Like the the first political memes that I remember were just cartoons in like the newspaper way back in the day. Political cartoons. Those I, were memes. I feel like this is another lesson that libertarians have to learn, and that is we are in meme culture. We are. And no one wants to read your essay. No. This on whatever true. it is you're writing, or however old that essay is. Right. Particularly not when you could just post a meme and say all of that. That's like, all people yeah. care. That's like that's the attention span. Of the modern internet surfer. Right. If I don't ha-ha, I don't want to see it. Well, and, and and the others know this, right? Which is why they will lie in the headline yeah. and then post the truth in the article. But the headline is the only thing that circulates. So I want to talk a little bit more about something good that has come of uh, from Facebook and a bunch of libertarian memers. These are people who either love or, and or create memes. Usually, if you love memes, you end up creating one anyway. So, But uh, something very, very good has come this holiday season out of libertarians and memeing. And we'll tell you more about that coming up here on Free Talk Live, Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. It is the Sunday, Sunday, Sunday edition of Free Talk Live. We're a live call-in radio talk program syndicated nationally and we'll run the internet, too, and on some satellite stations. So we're worldwide. We're everywhere. Intergalactic planetary. We're omnipotent. Now, we're not quite omnipotent, oh. but nor are we omnipotent. <laughs> which is the mispronunciation of omnipotent understood yes. if you would like to join the conversation the telephone number here in the studio is 603-283-6160 again 603-283-6160 in the studio it's myself the captain nikki and rich rich uh, Bitcoin.com is the best source for learning about cryptocurrency. You can go there now and click on Get Started right at the top of the page. Once you do that, you will find all sorts of valuable information neatly organized to suit your needs. There's no longer any excuse for ignoring this important world-changing information. If you are already a knowledgeable crypto user, you can check out news.bitcoin.com and get the latest headlines of all the news that's relevant to you. 
Bitcoin.com is your source for everything crypto, like getting a wallet, mining, trading, all the latest cryptocurrency news, and it's all brought to you on a slick and very easy-to-use website. Please visit Bitcoin.com. All right, we've been talking about Christmas. We've been talking about parody carols. and Christmas is over. All that stuff. Well, Moving no, on. it's actually not. Oh. We're enjoying Christmas right now. In fact, uh, I don't know where the camera uh, Nikki has brought in these fine uh, holiday baked goods that she made, uh, some Christmas cookies and some cupcakes, and it's all very festive in here. Just one of my talents. Studio. Your talents? Yeah. Talents. talents. Oh, talents. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, <I was> <laughs> Nikki, Christmas you're kitty? scaring me. <laughs> ah! Nope, just very, very cute cookies. Nothing scary to see here. But we were, I just have to mention this, you guys wore snazzy sayings on your shirts and I didn't get the memo. So Richie, Rich, you're sporting, should the government, dot, 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 and then big giant, nope. Nope. That's pretty great. Say no more. And Nikki. And I accept Bitcoin. Nikki, you accept Bitcoin. Bitcoin accepts you. Aw, thanks, Bitcoin. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of snazzy (laughs) sayings, uh, we were talking about memes and memes are a picture accompanied with snazzy saying some words sure. that like drive a point home a left you're a leftist and it's a paragraph over the picture we know leftists can't meme so it's fine um but i stumbled upon this because i on the facebook the reverend captain kickass is friends with many a, a libertarian voluntarist type and there's he a facebook the belly of the beast to pull these memes out for you there's a facebook group called Wheelchair Vans from Liberty Memes Fans. Now, that's a mouthful to say. Wheelchair Vans from Liberty Memes Fans. Uh, This is comprised of a whole bunch of people who uh, not only create but distribute uh, Liberty Memes or fans of the people who do this. They create these memes and they always have some sort of a, you know, hey, freedom is better than what we currently have, you know, kind of a thing. And so they've decided that they're going to put their memes to work for charity purposes and this was spawned out of uh, somebody needing a wheelchair van Uh, i believe it started because there was a story about how like some kids in like a high school or college you know shop type class ended up building like a wheelchair for a kid who needed it or something and they were like well we can do that but we can do it with vans and people who need the wheelchair van because these are a specialty item that are more expensive than buying say a regular van uh, and that type of thing. You have to have special apparatus to put a wheelchair in and out and, you know, that kind of stuff. Ramps or lifts and, and this type of thing go into that. So they decided that they were going to use the art of memory to do some GoFundMe stuff to get some wheelchairs for some people. Or the vans. Oh, I'm sorry, wheelchair vans or wheelchair for some people. people. Not wheelchair, well, I guess they would be wheelchair people. <laughs> and technically, I guess a van could be a giant wheelchair, right? It's just, it accepts more passengers. Okay. I'm like envisioning a transformer that like goes from like wheelchair person to wheelchair <laughs> to van. van. Right, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So I, I just pulled up the section of the Facebook page where these guys are. Uh, and the top paragraph reads... $81.2,000 crowdfunded and 3,000 individual Liberty Memes donations in one month. So just the month of December, $81,000. And they give the December 2021 breakdown of our wheelchair van crowdfunding. Uh, van number three. So apparently they did van number one and two before December. 
Uh, van number three, Tom's old wheelchair van died. He had no way of getting another. On top of that, his former van was dangerous. He broke several ribs just from hitting bumps <gasps> in the road. Oh, God. And his wheelchair lift was floppy like a cartoon diving board. Uh, so the stats here for van number three. Uh, it was posted on December 7th. A total of 14735 of a $12,000 goal was crowdfunded. Uh, 595 people donated with an average donation of $24.76. And the time to completion, three days. Nice. Wow, that's impressive. That's just van number three. Van number four, Lars developed muscular dystrophy after being a physically active young adult. Being wheelchair-bound limited his ability to travel far from home without assistance of others. His dream is to be able to purchase a van that he can take on adventures with his dog, Chewy, without having to rely on others. So van number four stats posted on December 13th. They crowdfunded $30,725 of a $30,000 goal. 1,100 donations were made. The average donation, $27.93. And the time to complete was nine days. Nice. So these guys are doing some some good work. There's, I've got the same thing for van five. Sarah has spina bifida. Her parents are no longer able to lift her into the vehicle and need a multi-lift system to move her. Her parents created her cause on July 26th, but it received limited traction. Her father said, we're waiting on God's time when asked if the need was still present. And sure enough, it was. They posted uh, on December 22nd a total of $7,185 of a $6,900 goal was achieved. 306 donations uh, with the average donation of $23.48. Time to complete two days. So that one, it sounds like the family had their own funding. They they, they set up a GoFundMe, and they were and trying to... And it wasn't getting the traction that right. this meme group was getting. Right. So they okay. took on the meme, or they made memes about sure. this, and started distributing them around the internet. And of course, that you know has a call to action to say, okay. hey, come over here and go and donate. Is so, that part of what the memes are, are about these, these funding goals specifically, or is it just general think- memes that... People. I think they're just like Liberty memes. Okay, I've never seen the page. Yeah, I think I've seen it once or twice. So that'd be kind of messed up if they were like memes uh, about the people in the wheelchairs because I can't see how you would do that in a way that's not like disrespectful. You know what I mean? <laughs> like making fun of them. Yeah, just scrolling through the page, you know, it looks like they've they've taken classic memes like the little baby with the fist, like okay. mm, righteous, and then they've put like. You know, some pictures of vans in the background and like, hey, I knew you could do it. So they're like okay. uh, using classic memes to for a new cause. But they're positively so messaged memes. They are. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so as far as getting folks into these wheelchair vans that they need to, you know, I don't know, act, you know, like they're normal people. So I thought that that was worth more than a mention here on Free Talk Live because, you know, sometimes Liberty folks get a, a bad rap and uh, they do some really good things. Their charity is second to none. More Free Talk Live is on the way. Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're big fans of it here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off. Now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. 
thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. At minimum, we ask you visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today. Video.freetalklive.com. I haven't unmuted you yet. I have the power. See, this is what happens when you give somebody power. They abuse it. I have the power to silence you. That's right. You can't, nobody can hear. None of our listeners can hear you at all. Both of you. You've been silenced. Ha 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 ha. I am the dictator. Okay, I'm just kidding. I've, I've unsilenced you now. Now I don't want to talk. <laughs> well, I hope you do. because I'm a, rebelling. This is a radio talk show. So. You, you got this segment all to yourself, Captain. <laughs> uh, I hope you're happy. See, nobody is above abusing power when, when they're given it. So e- even the most well-meaning, well-intentioned person who goes into uh, politics, who goes to work for the organization commonly referred to as government uh, can't help but become corrupted because the system itself yeah. is corruption. So uh, this is Free Talk Live, in case you guys are wondering what we're babbling about or why. Uh, we are a live radio talk program where you can take control of the airwaves. The telephone number 603-283-6160. If you'd like to join us in the studio, it's myself, the captain. Nikki. And Rich Rich. We were talking about... This Facebook group called Wheelchair Vans from Liberty Memes Fans, who are doing some charity work combined with their memeing powers to help uh, GoFundMe accounts for folks who need wheelchairs. We did some, well, or, I'm wheelchair sorry, wheelchair vans. Van. Sorry, yes, because they, they're already in a wheelchair and they need the specific type of transportation to get around to be more independent, you know, and, and feel like they're humans. We did uh, something similar out in our little community in Manchester, New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. We do have a handicapped member of the community who was uh, shunned from a lot of our meetup events because they're not accessible. They're not accessible. Right. We're like you know, restaurant at the top of the stairs, and it was painful for her to get. And New England's up the got some rickety ass stairs, right? So, you know, they, they someone put together a GoFundMe-like thing. We literally passed around a hat at some of the events to collect the money so that she could get a an electric wheelchair that allowed her to balance and go up the stairs on her own. Yes, I've seen this. And it's, a, yeah. it, I mean, as far as wheelchairs go, it's kick-ass. Right. Yeah, I'd like, well, if I ever get a wheelchair, that's the model I want. <laughs> yeah. And now you can get the community to pay for it. Because you were beloved, Captain. And I think the best part about this is because people are always like, well, we need taxes because like, what about the poor people? And, you know, they need health care and they need assistance and food stamps. And I totally I agree with part of that. I think that assistance for people that are in need is a great thing. But we don't need to rob people using force to get them to donate. This proves that people will willingly give their money over if it's a good cause and if they actually care about it. And it's important that people are able to make those decisions. Like, I, this is important to me. You know, I'm into animal rights, so I would donate to something like that. But if I'm being robbed, then I don't have the extra money to really donate towards what's important to me. I'm kind of just 
paying for the U.S. military. And that's all I can afford at this point because I'm essentially being robbed. It's a great point. And the other thing is something like this where it's a group of people – you know the group can come and go maybe you participate for one van and then you're done yeah. you know or maybe you stick around and you know help keep the thing going uh, maybe you know this sprouts off into helping different causes voluntarily but the other thing is is like when everybody's done buying vans they just go back to whatever they were doing it's not like they create a bureaucracy around it yeah. that needs to continuously be funded and justify themselves and justify the continued theft of money to continue to fund all these people who are you know and all this kind of a thing yeah. So and the average the average donation of that that those vans were so small relative yeah. right yeah. like 30, 30 bucks thirty bucks tops yeah, yeah. Uh, average I think was in the twenty five dollar yeah. range for the donation so even if you fund a number of those vans right it's not it's not a big it's not a thirty percent drain on your income for the yeah year. exactly the uh, current van that they're funding is for somebody called Emmeline and you can just find this on GoFundMe as well but. Uh, it says, hi, everyone. I'm fundraising for a new vehicle. My daughter, Emmeline, is four years old and getting too big to be carried. She's outgrowing her stroller. Emmeline has a chromosome deletion and complex medical diagnosis. She is unable to walk or crawl. She has limited strength in her torso and slow response time in her brain. She's deaf in one year and severe hearing loss in the other, which has led to delayed speech. My goal with this fundraiser is to help her safely be a part of all the day-to-day activities other kids are a part of. My family is asking for donations towards a new vehicle that her wheelchair can fit in. It would be ideal to get a vehicle that's already accessible. Currently, she tries to throw herself out of her stroller when she's excited or mad. It would be in her best interest for her safety to be able to bring her wheelchair everywhere with her. I would love for her to be a part of everything. Our family would be so thankful to be able to have Emmeline completely participate in our outings and events that are easy, accessible to mobile children. So that's the current one. Again, the Facebook group is Wheelchair Vans from Liberty Memes Fans. Uh, This GoFundMe is for uh, Emmeline, E-M-M-A-L-Y-N. If you want to search that out and donate, uh, feel free to do so. I think it's a cool thing, especially around the holidays when people are, you know, a lot of people, uh, the spirit of the holidays is supposed to be giving and, you know, that kind Overextend of stuff. Overextend your credit limit. This is something that, like, I would, if somebody said, hey, Captain, I got you a gift, I donated 25 bucks to one of these vans, I'd be like, thank you. Okay. Right? I, I think that's awesome. You know, like, uh, yes, you know, don't get me a gift. Give a gift to somebody else who needs a gift. I'll be fine. You know, I I take care of myself. I got my needs taken care of. I mean, that's like the true spirit of the holiday, right? Like giving and community and, you know, family and friendship. And it's kind of unfortunately turned into like corporatism and, you know, like. Capitalism run amok. Yeah. Well, and the other thing about libertarians specifically or voluntarists or anarchists, freedom loving people, uh, they get a bad rap because. Somebody decided to call them selfish because our economic views start with the individual, the non-aggression well, principle. Because our right? economic view stems from like, I can spend my own money the way I want and you should stop spending my money for me. Right. Uh, self-ownership is where yeah. the philosophy, like if you don't own yourself, well, then you're somebody's slave. Right, so it stems from self-ownership, and somehow they pervert that into selfish. You guys are just a bunch of selfish bastards. It's like, no, I no, we're not. I blame my grand for that. 
That's an Ayn Rand thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the way I see it is if you don't respect yourself and if you don't have your own values and moral compass, then you're not going to respect other people. So I think it's important to start with the individual and to start with the self. And then you extend from there. So I don't see it as a selfish thing at all. I agree. But folks who haven't dove into the philosophy of you know freedom voluntarism libertarian you know all that kind of stuff they don't know like oh i heard you guys are selfish and i also do want to say there are some people that refer to themselves as libertarians that are not you know well read in the actual ethics and principles of libertarianism and they're really just like conservatives and they kind of might be selfish so they're kind of giving us a bad rep when truthfully I don't think actual libertarianism yeah. is that way and voluntarism. Uh, I used to use the term individualist to describe myself because it's really hard for that to be co-opted. Yeah. <laughs> I know all these individualists. We're bringing it back. And they all think, well, no, they don't because they all think different things because they're all individuals. Because that's the point. Yes. <laughs> that is the point of being an individualist is to you know not be the same. Oh, and you wonder why the Libertarian Party doesn't grow faster. Whatever. Because everyone, everyone thinks different. <laughs> they can't get around a common principle. It, herding cats, yeah. yeah. It, it is a lot like herding cats. Meow. Yeah. Uh-oh. So. Anyways. Yeah. What are we talking about? Memes. God, I love memes. I love cat memes. I really do. Like, just, I, the internet is a much better place with memes. I can't imagine how much the internet would suck without memes. Yeah. Like it is, uh, it can be, they can be poignant, they can be helpful, they can be hurtful, they can be sad, they can be like, dude, really? You made a meme of that? You know? I guess I do appreciate it, but I don't think I spend that much time surfing memes on the internet. I'm a meme fan. I mean, it's art, right? And as an artist, I, you know, I can't help but respect it as an art form. Coming up on Free Talk Live. You've heard of the George Carlin seven words? Well, we've got the 18 offensive words you can't say in another country. More about that is coming up here on Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160. Okay, you can say what you want to saying and that's how she got her nickname the bulldozer and that's how space travel is possible today <laughs> thanks for coming to my TED talk. the original ted talk on that bill and ted yes on their the excellent most excellent one adventures no nope. you're too Sorry. young too young for bill and so. ted oh. she might have caught the reboot yeah but that was that wasn't very good yeah it was like Oh, Bill and Ted each had daughters, and they're trying to like reboot Bill and Ted by like making their daughters into the new Bill and Ted, so they can make a new Bill and Ted movie that's just about the daughters who aren't named Bill or Ted. Yeah. No, nope. I don't know. Not even like yeah. the slightest clue what you're talking about. That's all right. <laughs> it, you're it not hit, missing much. It hit the nostalgia part for me. Like I was excited to watch it the first time. I I was hoping it would be worthy, and it was not. Yeah. Uh, Rufus really just, I mean, without Rufus, can Will and Ted really be like, you know, and, uh, of course, Rufus listeners who don't know was played by George Carlin. Yep. Speaking of, 
Speaking of, oh, segue. Whoa. Are you trying to, wow, what a good idea. <laughs> nice Rich. work, gentlemen. <laughs> what a smooth transition. I, was, I thought you I thought this is where you were going with that. Uh, How perfect would it have been? Sometimes I don't know where I'm going. But uh, speaking of the seven words, or speaking of George Carlin, right? George Carlin is the inventor of the seven words you can't say on television or radio, which, of course, you can't say here on Free Talk Live because we are a syndicated, nationally well, syndicated radio show. you can. We'll just beep you. Uh, we won't beep you. We will flush you and then also disconnect, Free Talk Live. Also disconnect the call. Yeah, so don't say those. And then you're only allowed one call a day. So those are the only rules that we have. But we have this. Richie Rich, you brought this in from... The LibertarianInstitute.org. What is this about 18 offensive words? That you can't say in Canada. Uh. Oh, I guess poutine's not one of them. Oh, <laughs> they, would, they would destroy you if you made that, if you outlawed that. I'm adding that to my list of reasons why Canada is lame. What about boot? poutine? Okay, that's also on the list. Okay. But. Wait, now, since Canadians <laughs> pronounce things differently, like about is right. a boot. boot. Right? Do you suppose that hey. the the real pronunciation of poutine is poutine? I don't know. Could be. What's that Talk all about? I was, I was a boot. Uh, What's that was, a boot? I was telling my Canadian friend about the Titanic, and he was like, "What is that? A boat?" <laughs> it's it's a Buddha boat. A Buddha boat. Wait, a Buddha boat? That's a boat with Buddha. I think if you talk to Canadians, um... it's like instead of a boot, it is a boat, and they, you know, the Americans have bastardized that that pronunciation i believe the titanic would qualify as a ship even though it is a boat is a boat a ship are all ships boats it's like squares and rectangles do we need a venn diagram for this (laughs) we need a vendetta what a v for vendetta 18 (laughs) offensive words oh i want to be offended okay all right think that the u.s is the wokiest nation on the planet think again canada is coming up fast and with the latest initiative appears to be on the inside track what has the great white, pardon me for using the, the word north, done to warrant this characterization? They have come up with 18 words that are offensive. You say them only at your peril, at least in the frozen country to the north of the United States. I'm offended. We haven't gotten to the words yet. What are these words? I'm offended we haven't gotten to the words yet. They are as follows. I'm getting there. Are you ready? No. So some of these are more than words. They're phrases that you're not allowed to say. Oh, good. Okay, Can't wait. Ghetto. Uh, so that's, you can't say ghetto? Ghetto is, is the number one word you can't say in Canada. That's the number like, one rule? I mean, well, I mean word, word, it's whatever. number one on the list. <laughs> so when, when they say you can't say, what do they mean? Like, like on TV and radio, like, like the seven words or. They have been deemed just offensive. Like, this is just like. These are phrases that have been deemed offensive in Canada. Okay. So if you're at like the international house of pancakes in Canada, known as a family restaurant. Uh, what? <laughs> I I, I want to know where he's going with this. I only imagine that that there there's an international house of pancakes in Canada because if they're not, then, then they're it's not just they're just the house of pancakes. Okay, right? There's nothing international about them, right? There, you don't see an what international house of pancakes in Mexico. You don't okay. see one in Europe. You don't see one. Oh, so we just need at, at least one in another country to be be international, okay. right? Yes, correct. So anyway, that has nothing to do with what I was saying. All I was getting at is that no, I'm not surprised. I remember what I was getting at. So okay. continue on. Ghetto. No. <laughs> Number two, sell someone down the river. Well, okay, I don't even know what that on, means. Hang on. Let's go back to ghetto for a minute because I remember used, what you have to say. Okay. I use that term. No, I, this is a whole different thought actually. <laughs> But how would I know? I forgot the first one, so perhaps it's the original thought coming back. Who knows? 
I use that frequently to describe, shall we say, of poor quality. Where you would find the International House of Pancakes? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um... Uh, you know, I, I don't know, like uh, like a dive bar that's really see. I mean, that place okay. is ghetto, right? Even okay. though it's not like in the ghetto. Don't say that in Canada. You'll be offending many Canadians. Okay, there's some places like I can't even think of another word to use. Like, how do you describe Chicopee, Massachusetts, without using the word ghetto? You literally can't. There's no other word for it. Now, be I, offended. I do not use the ghetto to refer to. The ghetto, you know, I don't use that word to refer to the like projects, the, the projects in like yeah. you know Chicago or whatever, or wherever these these terms come from. I don't use it to refer to that. I'll actually call it whatever its you know uh, official name is on the uh, okay. you know, the government docket, you know, whatever they call that. You're gonna like this next one. Then number right. three, blackmail. Hmm. Well, but so you can't even call in a police. Okay, you're anymore. getting ahead of me. So sell someone oh. down the river. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, okay. I don't either. Well, if Sell you don't know what it means, then the don't say it. Like it's I know, in Canada. I know something about you know, like if you said toss somebody in the river. Okay, that makes sense. But I don't know how to sell someone down the river. Okay, like dude, you're going down the river, and you're going to pay me twenty bucks. It sounds like you're making the guy you're going to push into the river pay you. Okay, but I don't I know mean, what. Maybe you're sell- selling him into slavery down the Mississippi River. Or something? To me, it sounds do, like know. throwing someone under the bus. You know. Oh, is that on the list? I don't see it. All oh, right, close. so so okay. okay, blackmail. Now blackmail. Blackmail is defined as you've got something on somebody, and you're going to say, "Hey, if you don't pay me, I'm going to release this information, you know, out into the public, and you'll be really embarrassed." Right. But the term, it's not the act that's offensive; it's the term, blackmail. Oh. So what would they call it? I don't know. What do Canadians like call blackmail? The word it's yeah. called. You're looking to me for can answers. We, I just have can we list. have a Canadian call in, please? This is really important. If you're from Canada and you know what this is all about, please <laughs> dial 603-283-6160 and let us know because we're we're not sure. We're not Canadians. Brainstorm. What? Why are these offensive? Canada, grow up. Okay, so when I was, uh, I don't know eight years old or something i was in the, the grade school uh they put us in this uh not everybody they chose select kids for whatever reason um they put us in this thing called future problem solvers of america oh okay hmm. you were the elite which has a like big long title that sounds all impressive and it was really just all right everybody background. everybody break up into groups and we're going to give you a story problem and you have to solve it right and the this was called group brainstorming so i learned the word brainstorm yeah. you know at eight years yep. old at this thing that we had to go do in the library and you know it was a brain exercise like that's all it was so i don't understand how that could be a bad word savage i know like there are people with the last name of savage oh yeah dig it yeah my friend's last name is savage yeah Okay. So like you go, and I'm Bill. <laughs> I'm Bill. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. This one maybe. This one. Uh, I'm. I could. I can see this one. Have you ever been gypped? <laughs> That's a reference to the gypsies. It right? is. So uh, there's a term that goes around. Uh, I learned this as a carny. Uh, there's a term that goes around in the sales world called a mark. Right. And a mark is your future customer, basically. Oh, okay. Uh, but back in the day, what happened is people used to go to like a marketplace, and if somebody had, say, more carrying cash 
than the average person at the market. What they would do is they they would if somebody like knew this, one of the vendors at the market, if they f- saw this, saw a man's wallet, and like, oh that guy's loaded, they would dip their hand into some chalk, and on their way out, they just sort of pat him on the back and or somewhere and quote mark them unquote, which is where the term comes from. Yep. Uh, also uh, popularized by the gypsies, of course, was what I'm referring to, where the term gypped comes from. If you've been robbed or yeah yeah. Hornswoggled. Hornswoggled. Yep. <laughs> Powwow. Isn't that a Native American term? Maybe that's why it's offensive all of a sudden for mm. white Canadians to say it. Mm. Tribe. Tribe? Really? Yep. Mm. Spooky. Uh, I can't even believe that these words are offensive to anybody. Black sheep. Oh, come on. Black sheep? Really? Like, I mean, as far as that term is concerned, I am definitely the black sheep of my family. Offensive right. in Canada. Well, then I'm offended by Canada. Well, they can go beep themselves. <laughs> 603-283-6160. More of these 18 words you can't say in Canada here on Free Talk Live. Is your broken heart stopping you from being authentically happy? My name is Jeremy West, and for a limited time, I am running a free online class to teach you what most people don't know about how to deal with your feelings, the simple way to deal with your negative thinking, the key to breaking your unhealthy relationship patterns, and so much more. No more feeling like a failure who will never find true love. No more self-medicating and ending up feeling even more miserable. And no more feeling like you'll never be someone who deserves an amazing partner. Sound good? You'll discover a new way to finally feel validated and loved, to stop trying to get your self-worth from the very people who tear it down, and to put you in control of your own happiness so you never surrender that control to another person again in as little as eight weeks. Register now for my free online class at beyondyourbreakup.com slash free class. That's beyondyourbreakup.com slash free class. You you keep talking, Richard, before the mics are unmuted. So I'm doing that on purpose. I, all I hear is all I hear is I'm doing it on purpose to not ruin the intro, but I still think it's funny. Well, now you've ruined the intro anyway. Good, nice going. You beep. Richie Rich ruins the intro here on Free Talk Live. I was just saying, and that's how Neo and Trinity saved the universe. That's Uh all. 603-283-6160. We've got a couple of lines open. We've got a couple of folks on hold. We'll get to them in just a moment. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. Nikki. And Richie Rich. We've been talking about giving all night long, so... You can give directly. We're raising funds for an organization called Give Directly. It's the first nonprofit that allows you to give money directly to people living in extreme poverty. They locate recipients in need and use mobile money to send them cash, no strings attached. In the past decade, they've delivered over $400 million to over 1 million people. Research shows that giving cash to people living in poverty can help drive a range of important positive changes in their lives like employment, nutrition, health, or education. In addition, cash allows individuals to invest in what they need instead of relying on aid organizations and donors or even governments thousands of miles away 
to choose what they need for them, which is the most ridiculous thing. Isn't this what you would prefer? It's what I would prefer anyway. So Free Talk Live is matching your donations to give directly, helping families in Bomet and I believe it's Bome and Kalifi counties in Kenya who are in need. Free Talk Live is matching your donations up to $30,000. So if you're feeling generous this holiday season, head over to give.freetalklive.com and help these areas plagued by drought, floods, and food insecurity. There may not be a better way to help families in Kenya. Give.freetalklive.com. All right, we've been talking about, apparently... The 18 offensive words you can't say in Canada. Yeah. George Carlin famously has the seven words you can't say on TV or radio. And, well, we can't say them, otherwise I'd tell you what they are. But to have 18... And they don't even contain the seven? And they're not even offensive? Now, and of course, <laughs> and they're not really offensive. And of course, yet, and yet. Of course, there's more to come here. And of course, my my question is, like, is this in addition to the George Carlin seven words? Or can you say the George Carlin seven words in Canada on TV and radio? I don't think you can. I don't think you can. I think that's universal. Yeah, I think so, too. So we can continue talking about that as well as many other things, but let's go to Major Payne in Michigan calling. Major, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, peace, people. Merry Christmas. Back at you. What's on your mind? Um, Well, I think I figured out a way to pull off the George Carlton thing, but we'll save that for the tail here just in case you do (laughs) got to dump me. In answer to your uh, boat thing. Yeah, is a boat a ship? Is a ship a boat? When is one not the other? It, 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 it's not de- it's not destined on length or girth or tonnage or anything else. Phew. Like the big ore freighters that run around the Great Lakes here, they're considered boats because they don't go on the ocean. Oh, the so salt water. Wait, so if sea I put a... Sea ships. Sea ships, right? Okay, so there you go. Pretty much salt water vessels. She ships, sea ships. That's that's not what my sources are telling me. (gasps) Oh, Uh -oh. Nikki's got the wiki. Uh (laughs) Breaking news. Here's Nikki with an update. I have the seven. Yeah, it it probably does. You're not wrong, but this is from Marine Insight, so they sound pretty based. Seven differences between a ship and a boat. We have size of ship and boat. Operational areas. Hey, but she told me that doesn't matter. Operational areas. Bingo. Navigation and technology. Crew. Cargo capacity. Construction and design. And propulsion. Oh, right. So a canoe can't be a ship. It's a boat. Yep. I see. And a sailboat. Yeah. Sail. There are sailing ships. Right. Conundrum. Seven ships a sailing, seven swans a singing. A ship has a dedicated engine to Five propel them. Big fat pigs. According to Marine like Insight. men on a dead man's chest. Yo ho ho in a bottle of rum. All right, so you brought up rum. Um, you the regular rum or the spiced rum? Uh, spice, please. Yeah, I'm with I'm with spice. you. Spiced rum. Regular rum? Mm-hmm. You don't drink. I don't drink. Spiced rum. Spiced okay. rum. Yeah. And, right. and, and, and some warm apple cider. In the old days. Mm. They'd, they'd, they'd pour a little uh, cider in it and, and stick a hot poker in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, hot toddy. Yeah. Uh, my, yeah. Favorite, my favorite use of spiced rum is in eggnog. Yeah. Like, okay. like people ah. will put, will put you know, different boozes in, in their eggnog to make it festive. Or to I've make... got non-alcoholic fireball eggnog in my fridge. So I'm an eggnog hater. So you just put a bunch of cinnamon in your eggnog? It's fireball branded. They, they put Fireball the... branded cinnamon, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. Because so, without the booze, it's just cinnamon. 
I understand that, but fireball cinnamon tastes different than your regular cinnamon eggnog. That's somehow. true. Mm. Oh, I know why it is. It's because uh, fireball, the whiskey, is basically the mm, the leftovers of all the whiskey. The horrible, t- like they sweep up the whiskey off the floor of all of yes, the whiskey the distilleries <laughs> and put it in a bottle with a bunch of cinnamon to cover and up the horrible flavor. a bunch of sugar. Flavor. And a bunch of sugar and cinnamon to cover up the horrible flavor, and that's how you get the the unique and, taste. And, and that's why it's the only one I'll drink because it <laughs> covers up all that nasty other flavors. <laughs> all right, Major. Without violating the seven words, go. All right, I, real quick. I've gotten quite fond of uh, Irish cream here in my coffee lately. Okay, try that. That's good. I love it. Um, if if we're gonna we're we're just gonna see George Carlin's his tail word was uh, it's. With an extra T. Right. Now, why can't it's should be totally pronounceable, totally acceptable. None, none of us would be alive without the memories of it's. That's true. Right? And, you know, yes. like like I can or say. let it snow. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Let it snow. <laughs> <laughs> or Jeez, it's now. It, corn it's, tater it's. It's a, such a friendly word. Let it's it it's a great call. Thanks for your call tonight, Major. <laughs> uh, that was I, I used to bartend at a restaurant oh, that was called, line. the abbreviation for it was T-I-T-S, and we would refer to it as, What's the, am I not allowed to use that word? Is that? Right, yeah. The, really? The, the, I think that's sexist. Like you could say, Elon you could say nipple. Texas Institute of Technology and Science. <laughs> right. <laughs> What's the uh, what's the drink? The cocktail is it? Uh, uh, is it the sweaty nipple? Buttery nipple? Buttery, Buttery nipple. nipple yeah, yeah, thank you, thank you. That's the uh, that's the one I was thinking of. So you could order a pair of those, sure, and you're just fine on the radio, <laughs> right? You know, but you can't say the word that rhymes with it's it's yes, right. the, yes. the Texas Institute of Technology and Science, <laughs> right? Uh, let's move on to Sarah in New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello? Hello, Sarah. You're live on the air. What's on your mind? Oh, okay. I just, sometimes I hear that little beep. But um, I just want to, this is not Ian, right? You're somebody different, right? Correct, yeah. yes. Ian and I sound nothing alike. I'm the captain. You should see them standing next to each other. Well, we kind of look alike, yeah. It's uncanny. <laughs> well, I, uh, you guys filmed this out of your house, right? And then I, I wish I had a computer because uh, then you could see it. You guys are on the computer, right? And the camera? Sometimes yes, there's a, a video? video stream. Yeah, there's a live video stream over at, what is it, video.freetalklive.com? Uh, it is now. <laughs> we yeah, broadcast so- on a bunch of different internet web streams. Uh, we're also an RSS feed. We're a podcast. But first and foremost, we are a radio, syndicated nationally radio program, which is why we can't say those seven words we were talking about. Yeah, I definitely appreciate you being on every single night of the um, of the uh, year. That's really impressive. So you guys are very dedicated, one, for one thing. But um, yeah, I just want to say that, you know, that I'm a communist or socialist um, like so, so. But what I learned was that there always have been a communist American party here since the 1930s. Or was it the 1920s? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was so popular during the 1950s, like all of Hollywood was communist, and many of them had card-carrying communists. And thankfully, that's not the case any longer. Thanks for the call, Sarah. We appreciate it. Because, uh, you know, 
when communism comes into play... Because Ronald Reagan beat the Russians. People die every time. Every time. It's not even a question. These are facts. Open a history book. 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live is on the way. So apparently it's better to have a ship than a boat? Depends who you ask. I guess it depends on your purpose. It's not the purpose. size of the ship that matters? It's the motion, motion of, the of the ocean? ocean. Oh. Something like that. Right. If you're being told that... <laughs> <laughs> your mom never said that to me. <laughs> This is Free Talk Live, if you were wondering. 603-283-6160 is the telephone number if you'd like to join us. We've been talking about <laughs> your mom. I don't know. Your uh, Christmas, we've been talking about giving. We've been talking about, what was the last thing we were talking about? Oh, the, eight, the 18 words? Well, we started lamenting on the seven words and how you could say the last one on the Carlin list without saying it. Yeah, you can't really say it. You can ac- right. acronymize it. Acronymize? Uh, yeah, the Texas Institute of whatever. Technology, Technology and Science. Technology and Science, yeah. It's Elon Musk's new ven- venture. <laughs> like That's a real news article. Uh, we've been talking about the 18 words in Canada right. that are in addition, it appears, to the seven words that George Carlin outlines, and we'll talk more about that. Uh, but first, let's go to your calls and thoughts. We've got Robert in South Carolina. Robert, you're on Free Talk Live. Yes, I was just going to say that um, when you sell somebody down the river, that means to sell somebody out really bad. That, that that's what the sell. That's why they bring in down the river because it means you know to no end is what that. Well, supposed. what does sell somebody out mean? Selling somebody out is is, is um, you know selling them out maybe on a particular point or on a few particular points, but 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 uh, just but not on everything and not really too badly. But selling down the river means to sell them completely out. I mean. What is it when the crowd shouts, you sold out, you sold out, you sold out? Yeah, something like that. And, and where does and, the river come into play? Well, that, that that means the river has no end. It goes out into the ocean. I mean, you're just, there's nothing left. I mean, nothing left to sell phone out. Me in, can, phone can we, me can in. we check in with Professor yeah, Nikki let's, again? Let's check in with our resident <laughs> fact checker, Nikki. <laughs> Nikki, have you looked up sell down the river, sold down the river? Oh, I, I sure have, because I had no clue what that meant, and I like to learn. Right. To sell one down the river means to betray one for a personal benefit, an allusion to the practice of selling slaves to plantations farther south via the Mississippi River. And we're going to have to look look into the recording and listen back, because I'm pretty sure I said something to that effect. If it didn't get out, I was thinking it in my head. I didn't hear you, Richard. Rich, <laughs> okay. so. I said something about slaves going down the Mississippi or Yeah, I, you did. I, I do okay. remember or that. Or I Thank heard you, you and, and just ignored you. Well, uh, thankfully, we got the confirmation from Nikki that I did say something similar to that effect. Our, our resident fact checker. Let's let's give Robert a chance to respond. Confirmed. Robert? 
Well, you know, I grew up in a New York City metropolitan area and also in Germany because I have a German father and an American mother. But that, that's that's the way I remember it. That's that's what I that's the impression I got. We were using it for many years. We, you know, friends would use it. I would use it occasionally. But that that's the feeling that I got. You know, I, 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 maybe maybe those things are true. But on the other hand, that's that's the way it, I think it was in general use in the 1950s and 1960s around the New York City area. That's the in Brooklyn and the Bronx and Greenwood Lake, those kinds of places where I where I, where I hung out. You, you know. felt sold down yeah. the river. Hey, thanks for the call, Robert. Lesson we appreciate learned. it. People can be wrong for decades. Oh yeah. Uh, who won't sell you down the river? Well, I think maybe Intercoin. We've been telling you about how Intercoin can help any business or organization launch their own currency or raise money using their own token. Well, now Intercoin has launched its investor token worldwide for the first time. It's available on an exchange. You can create an account over at xmarkets.com. That's exmarkets.com. Using only an email address so you can keep your privacy completely intact. You can then deposit dozens of different cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, trade them for Tether, and then buy ITR. That's the Intercoin Investor Token. Learn more about the uh, the Intercoin vision at intercoin.org. And now you can buy or sell ITR on xmarkets.com. That's exmarkets.com. You might just be advancing the cause of liberty around the world. All right. Shall we go and continue? The 18 words continues. So to recap, ghetto, sell someone down the river, blackmail, brainstorm, savage, gypped, powwow, tribe, spooky, black sheep. And now, blind spot. Blind spot? So when I'm driving, I just have to pretend like I can see everything? Well, you just can't look into that area. (laughs) Or if you look into that area, you have to come up with a new term. Yeah, what do you call it then? The spot of which I cannot see. Hmm. Blindsided. What do they have against the blind in Canada? So, okay, I don't know how offensive this is. But what if I have a dog who's a Dalmatian and is blind and I've named him Spot? Then you'd have a blind spot. I would, but apparently I can't use that in Canada. So, I don't know if you've ever been uh, sucker punched. Not by or, a sucker. Or hit I saw behind. the movie. Okay. It wasn't good. So... <laughs> The term that my uncle used to use for that when he got punched in a bar mm-hmm. was that guy Pearl harbored me. Yeah, that might be offensive. <laughs> that might be offensive. I, I like that way better than sucker okay. punch. <laughs> right. But you can but you is can it really how... offensive? Okay. Yeah. Uh, first world problem is offensive in Canada. Really? Yeah. Apparently. Wow. I've heard I've heard before that the term third world to describe countries where is, is offensive. Okay, where's the second world? I want to know. <laughs> Apparently, we is there only we odd number of worlds? It. There's one, three, five, seven, nine. Central America. There, there's no two, four, six, eight. Who do you appreciate? <laughs> that's, that's so funny. That's exactly what I was thinking. Not Canadian Great offensive minds. words, apparently. Uh, do either of you have a spirit animal? <laughs> George, oh, I sure do. George Carlin. Okay. Sasquatch. <laughs> Look at you, the Sasquatch eye. Tone deaf. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I've been I've been accused of that. I'm okay. a musician, so you know it's but, probably true. But that's a real phenomenon. It is in in musicians. I know. Well, well it's musicians. a real phenomenon. It's like it's a medical thing, right? Yeah. But so now medicine. Not in Canada. Now medicine is offensive in Canada. Grandfathered in. What? I mean, like that could be construed as like you know ageist. Well, no, I'm just thinking like. Uh, Mm, let's see, uh, incestual. 
part of the patriarchy? <laughs> Grandfather in? Oh. Canada right. must got a lot of snowflakes. And finally... Get it? Because it snows there? It, it does. Yeah. It's called the Great White North, which apparently is also offensive, I guess. Pardon I you know. for using that term. Yeah. Oh, was it on the list? Uh, it, it was part of the first paragraph. Uh, the Great White North. Pardon for me for using that word. Great White. <laughs> Bob and Doc McKenzie, though, man. They're the ones who popularized that thing. And finally, this harkens back to how we started the show. Crippled <laughs> is offensive in Canada. You calling us crippled? I'm just saying crippled is offensive in Canada. If we can use handy capable for those handy band capable. people. <laughs> wow. So to kind of spin off of that, um, I looked up. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just going to take it and run with it. Run. I looked, up, <laughs> I looked up uniquely Canadian insults, and at least five of them were specific to hockey. <laughs> Which yeah. I just think is super Canadian. Is that That's up great. from three? Because a few breaks ago yeah, no, it was I, three. Okay. Yeah, I counted more. <laughs> You've got to be pucking kidding me. That's a Canadian joke, get it? Hey. It's a hockey joke anyway. Who the puck are you? <laughs> well, we're Free Talk Live, and we've got more coming up. 603-283-6160. So you've signed the Shire Society Declaration and are planning your move to New Hampshire to be around more liberty-oriented people. Next, sign up for the Shire Society Forum at forum.shiresociety.com. There are a bunch of people there who are already in the Shire, and they want to meet you. If you're already in the Shire physically, you should also come by the forums. Remember, not everyone uses Facebook. New people are signing up for the Shire Society Forum every month, so drop in and say hello at forum.shiresociety.com. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. Best numbers ever. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. That's the telephone number here at Free Talk Live. We're a live, nationally syndicated radio program where you could call in and talk about whatever's on your mind. To my knowledge, there's really no other radio talk program that lets you talk about whatever you want usually they want you to call in and talk about whatever they're talking about and they have a very specific narrow range of things that they're talking about on that particular show or you know that kind of thing not you're gonna be on point and concise yeah, not us not us we you know we barely screen you for topic and you could talk, you know, if you don't like what we're talking about, no problem. Change the subject, you know. Uh, if you do want to comment on stuff we've talked about, that's fine, too. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. Nikki. And Richie Rich. We'll get back to the 18 words. Sure. We're not finished here. Well, we got through the words. Now let's, we can parse it out some. Yeah, we, we have discussion about right. the words to, to get back to. And there's a little bit more in this uh, article. You a little bit. Yeah, I have okay. questions. Me too. But first, let's go to David in New Mexico. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, I found some interesting stuff about uh, my favorite judge, John J. Romero Jr. on the Internet. I found it on uh, a website called GenerationJustice.org, which uh, is a, guess what, University of New Mexico KUNM radio program. Imagine that. <laughs> go figure. Go figure. I mean, I mean, uh, the the uh, can you trust it as judge, a source? Judge, 
Say what? Can you trust it as a source then? Well, absolutely. Oh. UNM is absolutely 100% trustworthy. <coughs> and um, and uh, Judge John J. Romero probably is an alumni of the University of New Mexico Law School, so we're keeping it all in the family. But I found some interesting things under uh, generationjustice.org slash blog underscore post John Romero, if anybody's interested. He gives his little uh, life history. It turns out he's from northern New Mexico, Embudo, which is where the uh, New Mexico has its own little uh, kind of um, uh, New Mexican mafia, it, kind of a combination of the uh, the uh, people that came over uh, uh, in the 1500s and then immigrated up the Rio Grande, the Camino Real, mm -hmm. uh, the King's Highway, and they settled here, and they've had their own little thing forever, undisturbed by the rest of the the uh, United States, and they kind of like it that way, hence the Patron system, if you've ever heard of that, and peons. Uh, I've, I've, peon, only Patron. Peon. I've only drank yeah, Patron. I've only drank Patron. Patron system. You've heard of peons, right? Uh, I've heard no. that term, yes. That is offensive in Canada. Yeah, well, it's it's an actual term. It's a pe peonage. You know what peonage is, right? That's FCC I, I'm, legal, I'm afraid to say because it's national radio. <laughs> Yeah, well, it, it's an actual uh, Merriam-Webster's uh, word, and it's FCC legal uh, peonage. That's the uh, that's the system of uh, semi-slavery where people sell themselves sell sell themselves sell themselves. I can say it into uh, indentured servitude, uh, sometimes against their will, which would make it actual slavery. But if you look it up, it's kind of interesting. How do you sell yourself remains... against your will? Well, also, are, Great is, question. It, is it required, if you're going to sell yourself into indentured servitude, must you first have dentures? This is a question I've had for a long time. You, you, you absolutely must. It's in the dictionary. You just got to read the read peonage in the, the dictionary. You'll read all about the dentures, the false teeth, you know, ties into George Washington and all that stuff. I don't think anyway, with the advent of the internet, I will ever be bored enough to read the dictionary again. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. But but uh, ahead, selling yourself again, selling yourself into slavery against your will. You insert the word coercion and duress, and then there are many ways to sell yourself into slavery against your will. And and it makes it does make for some I mean, interesting read. Re like if you yeah. sell yourself into slavery of your own free will, that is voluntarily, are you really a slave at that point? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. Well, there's some trickery. You know, the the easiest the explanation is the the phrase the company store, as in sold myself, sold my soul sold my to, soul the, company to the company store. Yep, I'm so familiar. If, yeah, you're, they, if you're going to sell yourself into slavery, it is very important to put an exit clause or a sunset period into that contract. I'm you're just making the that assumption that to, you're making an assumption that somebody will honor that and not uh, yeah. uh, use trickery. And treachery, they, those are other words that were invented. Trickery and treachery, well, they were invented for... And so yeah. to that point, I think that most people who live under any sort of state that is a government, if you will, as, as they are today, ruled by coercion, uh, an organization with a monopoly on the uh, violence, right? They claim a monopoly sure. to initiate violence. Uh, I think that anybody that lives under that type of a thing uh, is a slave uh, involuntarily. Yeah, we're not still, necessarily. Right. We are. I used yeah. to be, but now I'd like to argue that I'm not. And the government would like to argue against you on that. That's probably true, but beep them. <laughs> beep them indeed. <laughs> so without that exit clause, you're going to have to fight your way out of that one. 
All right, David, yeah. what, the, what the beep else so, you got? I've got lots of the beep else, uh, but uh, I, he's basically got his biography here uh, that he put on the Internet voluntarily, and I'm just sharing some interesting points considering he's a judge. Um, and I, it turns out, yes, indeed, he is an alumni of the University of New Mexico, which is kind of a recurring theme. They're kind of the gang headquarters here in uh, New Mexico. But uh, one of the other interesting points I found is that uh, Judge John J. Romero Jr. was not always a lawyer, a judge. Before, before that, he was an air traffic controller. Mm. Now, what the heck happened to his air traffic control career? He traded it did in it for get, a judgeship. I don't know. Did it get shot down or grounded? <laughs> did it get grounded? It, it, it did. Ro- Ronnie Reagan shot him. Shot his uh, judge John J. Romero's career down with his ray gun. Ronnie Reagan literally shot down Judge John J. Romero Jr. Every, <laughs> every time you say that guy's name, all I can think of is John Jacob <laughs> Jingleheimer Schmidt. His name. Hey, is his name's my name too. too. Whenever That's we go out. The people I always shout. I think you missed the boat. Or the ship. A boat? What's this I was, about? Was just the next line. Nope. I was just waiting hey, for my David's turn. Hey, David's trying to talk here. Fine, let him talk. <laughs> so you're supposed to ask, now, how did Ronnie Reagan shoot down Judge John J. Romero Jr.'s career? In Isn't the it obvious? With a ray gun. Huh? Well, he had help with Johnny's cash. <laughs> there you go. Well, if you, if you remember your history, uh, Ray Gun fired all of the air traffic controllers. Remember that? No. No, not really. You're, you're, you Have you heard the, the uh, union name Patco? No. Patco. That sounds so, like a whole company okay. full of... I've heard of Petco, where the pets go. <laughs> okay. So in, in here in the U.S., we, our, our uh, air traffic controllers are government employees as opposed to uh, not uh, private uh, right, employees, right? Because the government yeah. government doesn't feel that the free market can handle, you know, I don't know, telling airplanes right. where to how to land and stuff. Look how well right. that's worked out so that. far. Yeah, they're wrong about that because other countries uh, use non-government uh, contractors for uh, for supplying air traffic control. Evidence that government and... is not necessary. Ding. Yes, but but Surprise but the. The the judge John J. Romero Jr. did sign an employment contract that said that he would not go on strike like all the other Patco employees did. They were not allowed to go on strike by the legal contract that they signed, and they were not under duress, and they were not under co- coercion, and there was no trickery or treachery involved. It was a valid contract, and Judge John J. Romero Jr. did indeed violate his oath that he signed to on that contract, and he went on strike. Oh my gosh! I've never heard of that one before. Uh, hey, judge thanks, violating well, an oath. If you do that and go on strike, does that mean you just quit your job and wait for them to rehire you? Hey, thanks for the call, David. It is totally unheard of for somebody in political office to oh, I don't know, violate the oath that they take. Like well, this is prior. Totally to, would never ever happen. This is prior to. This was when he was just an air traffic controller. Either way, it's a okay. government job. He took an oath. He violated it. Got it. Far be it for anybody taking any kind of oath to violate it, particularly in government. And they let that oath violator into the highest law of the land. I, I can't believe that something like that would ever happen. Terrible. It's got to be totally rare for that I'm to happen. I'm surprised. 603-283-6160. Yeah! And that's how the stripper Christmas summer weekend ended. 
God bless. Oh, Happy we're on? birthday, Jesus. Oh, this is my... Oh, okay. We're back on Free Talk Live, everybody. 603-283-6160. We're a live call-in radio talk program. If you'd like to join us, please dial that phone number, 603-283-6160. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. Nikki. And Rich Rich. Uh, so, we've been doing this this little segment. Uh, if you're not familiar with The Crypto 6, please head over to thecrypto6.com and learn more. Uh, there were six people who were arrested as a result of some terrorists raiding the very studio that we're sitting in tonight for BS reasons. And uh, one of those people while released on bail, has had his voice silenced. That is to say, his bail conditions stipulate he cannot appear uh, and do any public speaking at all. He can't be at a political rally. He cannot be on the radio. He can't do a podcast. He can't. Uh, there's all sorts of limitations of what he can, what he can't do. And he is a, well, we still consider him a co-host here at Free Talk Live, uh, but he hasn't been on, obviously, since March, for obvious reasons. Uh, but... Bonnie took it on herself, also a co-host here at Free Talk Live, to go into the archives and pull some quotes from nobody. This is a person formerly known as Rich Paul, changed his name to nobody so that he could run for office here in the state of New Hampshire. Uh, and of course, you know, the pun being like, nobody knows what's right for you. Well, and also giving the populace the opportunity to vote for nobody. Correct. Send a message. So, at any rate, we like to do a segment here every night called Quotes from Nobody. I don't know if that's the official name, but that's essentially what it is. And so here's tonight's quote. Instead of protecting our rights, government has become the chief violator of our rights. I can't agree more with that. Based. <laughs> that's my new. That's my new favorite word. Based. It, it's the uh, the kids are using it these days. It's taken me a while to, you know, come to terms with that as new terminology. It hasn't yet seeped into my vocabulary. Just I don't wait to start using Seuss on a regular basis. Well, so I I still haven't gotten over not using other terms that I don't like that used to also be of the kids. Back but, in my day, but, bad meant good. But 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 now like there's a new generation of kids beyond the and so like I hate totes. T O T E S, okay. right? Like the kids are all saying, Oh yeah, that's totes. This it means oh, totally sure. right, but it's totes, you yeah. know, whatever, right? I just and like, didn't like things that oh carry other God. things. I totes don't like that's totes. What I, that's what I thought too. I totes like, like <laughs> Now, now, based is a word that I don't get that feeling. They're like, oh, I'm not going to like using that. But I also don't want to get the context incorrect. Okay. So I don't want to use it inappropriately. So as it works more and more into the mainstream vocabulary, I think it'll come. But it's just not something that rolls off Look, my tongue. Here's the thing, Captain. At your age, at my age, it's our obligation to use those words incorrectly. In the presence of the youth. You know what that is? That's based. <laughs> I don't know if that's right or not. but Doesn't matter. Not. They'll look at you funny and you won't care. Richie Rich is based, everyone. All right. That, that might be true. Or, or as Peekless put it, I am a liability. You're a based liability. So we went through the 18 words. A based ability? Based ability. Are you, are you that sounds like somebody. That's like, no, that sounds like, sounds like somebody trying to moisturize a turkey. Based ability. Ugh. Or... or <laughs> Or the uh, and if you became really good at it, 
he'd be a master baster. <laughs> Based. Someone has that title. Based AF. Are you are you trying to read more or go back to this article? Is there if you're trying to do that, there's this thing called a segue. And this is usually like a bridge between the current topic and then the topic you're trying to get to. Right. And and you you know use some phraseology to make that bridge. Based. I'll, I'll use 18 other words. I'll say it like that. Wait, is based on the 18? No, it's not. Oh, okay. But lame is. We got lame on there. <laughs> That's lame. Yeah, it's totally, totally lame, bro. Totes lame. Uh, so the 18 words again, I'll blow through them again real quickly. Ghetto. Sell someone down the river. Blackmail. Brainstorm. Savage. Gypped powwow. Tribe. Spooky. Black sheep. Blind spot. Blindsided. First world problem. Spirit animal. Tone deaf. Lame. Grandfathered in and... Crippled. Some of these are easy to understand from the social justice point of view. It is clear that savage, powwow, tribe, and spirit animal are cultural appropriations from the Native Indians. Is that clear? Um, from the social justice point of view. Oh, maybe that's why I'm clear. not understanding. Okay. Okay. But you you do make that association with some of these words. I'm sorry. In, eh. ca- in Canada, I believe it's the snowshoe justice okay. perspective point of view. Snowshoe justice? Because they're so far up north, right? Don't, I they mean, all, don't they all just wear snowshoes? Okay. We are in New Hampshire, so it's like, how much can we, how many snow insults can we make? <laughs> that doesn't apply? Give me time. <laughs> so, savage, powwow, tribe, spirit, animal from the Native Americans. Savage, powwow, what, tribe, spirit, animal? Yeah. That sounds like, like code words to like, you know, get into like a password or something. Okay. But I'm going to move on. Whether or not we're in agreement or not. Okay. 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 Move on. <laughs> <laughs> but why not then also prohibit TP? See, that was a segue. Nice. Good job. No, that, Look hey, at you. I'm going to move on whether oh, you agree. Okay. <laughs> that was a segue. Very well. Well done. TP, buffalo, wild horses, tent, beads, wampum. And other words, wait, 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 wait. Group of people. You mean you mean that whole bit about hey, do you smoke them on them dope weed? And then your response is no, me wamp them on them squaw. That's offensive. Well, no, that is not. But <laughs> the article is lamenting. Why are these words also not offensive? Because they are derived from uh, Native American culture. Oh, I see. Like there's they're they're cherry picking. Is that offensive? They're cherry picking. Probably sp- only somebody to, only to cherry. So I find this whole thing offensive because I was raised with offensive language in my family's culture so for them to say that i'm not allowed to be offensive is offensive to me in my heritage but the basic white girl no i don't know my 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 family is just like very known like my grandfather is (laughs) very known for and also i'm one-eighth mexican so being a little racist there but anyways we'll we'll move on what what (laughs) you said being a little racist being oh being she's a beaner at least one eighth. <laughs> you guys are terrible. I'm offended that I have to be on this show with you right now. No, I'm not. You guys are great. Where were we talking about? Where were we talking about? What what was going Similarly, on? Similarly, any fair minded person can readily see why the differently abled snowflakes would take offense at tone deaf, lame, crippled, blind spot, and blind sided. Wait, wait. Did they just soften up calling somebody a snowflake? No, they said differently abled snowflakes. Right, instead of calling them crippled or another word starts with R. Oh, (laughs) I remember when I was in. Not to keep going off on tangents, but when I was in middle school, (laughs) tangent talk live. 
when I was in middle school, we had to sign a like banner thing to pledge that we wouldn't use the R word. Was it a David banner? I don't know. Or Bruce banner? No. It or was a Bruce, Bruce banner. It was a Bruce banner? Okay. And and it said it was that, a that you, wouldn't, banner. you wouldn't you wouldn't use the R word. Yeah. What's, but, what's funny, which made us want to use it even more. What's funny about that word is that it was invented to be a word that was not offensive to those people. Yeah, it was used in music. It was supposed to be, mean because, slow. Because like human beings will automatically take whatever the word is, right, the medical terminology for it, and use it to make fun of their friends, right? Right. So if the correct medical terminology was differently abled, you'd be like, bro, shut up. You sound like you're differently abled, right? And that would become the insult now, and then they'd have yeah. to invent a new word, like retarded, for example. Uh, thank you for to saying like, it. To like, <laughs> you know, to like, like okay, we're not going to use differently abled anymore. Now we're going to use retarded, right? Like... And so now that that's become the word that's on the outs. It's not good to yeah. say, according to David Banner or Bruce Banner or both. According to my sixth grade health teacher. Right. It and, was going to go out on the air. I just didn't want to be the one to say it. And so <laughs> there's there's new terminology coming that will eventually be corrupted because somebody somewhere with a 12-year-old sense of humor, like me, is going to find these words as they come up and is going to turn around and use them on his friends when they do something dumb. Well, and, and this is why we need Newspeak. To remove all these words from the culture and replace them with just the basic lowest level words to describe things. Mm. Yeah. Double plus good. I'm gonna have to say what the beeps wrong with you. I'm just saying it's coming. If they if they start removing these words now yeah. and new words come up, they're gonna remove I've those. Later. I, like there is no evidence that words have ever caused direct harm to a person or property. Like, other than butthurt, right? You're like, oh, he called me bad names, I feel bad about it, right? Like, that's, and that's, is that harm, really? I mean, is that harm? I don't think so, man. You should be able to say whatever the heck it is you want to say, whatever words you want to use. That includes the seven words, that includes the 18 words, that includes the R words, any words that were written on that David Banner on that fateful day in sixth grade. The N word? <laughs> All words. So the protection of life, liberty, and property is, is what the Free State Project is all about. But it's an, it's an effort to move 20,000 people who understand. It's about demonstrating to the entire country. That, yeah, we can have a free market, a truly free market. Making it just a freer, great place to live. It's the world's largest voluntarist, libertarian community, and it's, it's only getting bigger. That's amazing, to be able to move to a place where other people like passionately believe in being free and independent. What the Free State Project is managing to do, though, is to put their money where their mouth is. It's physically getting up across the country and saying, let's go someplace and let's demonstrate the power of these ideas. There's a lot of kind of philosophy that surrounds liberty. There's a lot of thinking about it and talking about it. But here in New Hampshire, people are doing it. 101 Reasons Liberty Lives in New Hampshire, a documentary by Free State Project Early Movers. Watch it free at 101reasonsfilm.com. 101reasonsfilm.com. Free Talk Live. How many pounds of bananas? 30,000. That's a slippery subject. A slippery slope. Bananas. It was. <laughs> it's totally bananas. Bananas. Banana na na. Banana na na. Did you know that uh, there is, or was, last time I looked it up, a uh, a place called Bananarchy? 
Yes. And it was, uh, you know, you get, it's a Sunday shop, basically, a banana split. And you can have the banana split any way you want. And that's why it was called Bananarchy, because there were no rules. We have covered that shop on this air, you and me, Kevin. Oh, yeah. A while ago. Wow. Yeah. Oh. All right. Oh, this this is a show. We Which should, show? We should mention that to people listening. What are we doing here? Yeah. This is a radio show. We're nationally syndicated, too. Somehow. Despite our you know, lack of professional appearance and sound tonight. We're called Free Talk Live. You can find out more about us at freetalklive.com. You can call in and talk about whatever's on your mind. 603-283-6160 is the number. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. Nikki. And Richie Rich. And we were talking, are we done? We're still more on the 18th? Well, we've done the 18th, right, right. and now the now we're doing author the discussion. of the article is, is discussing and lamenting on why other things aren't added and what makes these 18 so special. Okay. So we can continue, if you'd like. Well, let's. Okay. Unless Nikki's got another tangent. I probably will in a little bit, but okay. I definitely have more questions about how these words are even offensive, so please continue. Okay. I don't know if we're going to get an answer as to why. It's just that they are Canadians. Doesn't sound like it, right. yes. Uh, so tone-deaf, lame, crippled, blind stuff. Blind spot and blindsided are on the list. But should we not then add to the list words such as colorblind, nearsighted, farsighted, deaf, hard of hearing, etc.? I'm sorry, what? And yes, we can easily discern with hypersensitive black people, people of color is now okay, but perish even the thought about colored people, despite the fact that the National Association of Colored People has not yet seen fit to change their name. Okay. Would take it amiss if people used uh, someone down the river, blackmailed, brainstormed, black sheep, or spooky. But there are many other such words we could use uh, at once, uh, add to this list. Black hole in astronomy. Blacksmith. Wait, I knew her. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. Stripper name Christmas? Your mom? Oh, whoa, she went there. Oh, snap. <laughs> Blackout, blacktop, blacking, non-black, black fly, blackbird, blackberry, black guard, blacklist, blackjack, blackboard, and black gammon. I don't know if they got that right. Black cat. Wait, they didn't say black flag. Black shirt. Okay. There. Well, okay. There are people that got offended because you know the the Spanish word for black was also on the label of pants. Like, how dare you? How dare you like, speak a language other than English? Like, lady, that's just how the Spanish people say black. Oh. Yeah. But it was a thing. These two should be condemned as irretrievably racist, a product of systemic racism. It turns out that there are no fewer than 279 words with the letter black in them in the English language. Black's not a letter. With the letters black. Oh, okay. But it's a color. Yeah. It's- Understood. Literally Actually, a color. technically, black is the absence of color. That's true, but in my box of crayons, it seems like a color. So it would be labeled black, yes, if it were a col- crayon. Labeled a color. Black, yes. Space limitations do not allow me to add to list them all. And then there's cotton, sugarcane, tobacco, all crops picked by slaves. Should they be unmentionable too? The feminists see red. If this color is still allowed, see powwow tribe above with the use of grandfathered in. I have my own list of words that are offensive. Like? Taxation, government, police. I, those are very offensive words to me, yes. But what about man? 
Even woman and person should be shelled. Hint, look at the last sexist syllables of those words. Maybe we could use woe daughter and per daughter in their place. Who knows? Similarly, gypped is understood. But there are number other, numerous other words of this ilk which cannot appear in the family-oriented periodical should the mere mention of them, even to warn against them, be verboten. Even the way Lenny Bruce used the N-word, indubitably. Yeah, but where's the end of the... And I don't mean the article. Well, okay, soon, kind soon, of do. Yeah. But, like, where's the end of this? Like, if you're talking about... If they're talking about being offended by, arguably, a color or the absence of what it, black, the word black, then, like, okay, well, then you got to stop saying red, too. That's what they suggested. Right. And then, so where does it end? Right? Yellow. Yellow do you stop saying that? Like, so then now what do you call those? Like, Yellow liver, It creates this whole... Mm. The whole problem that I have with this is that when people start wanting to ban words or not use words or label them as bad, is it doesn't give word evolution any time to do anything, right? Because you know, if you say the word black in a certain context, it'll mean a thing. But if you say it in another context, it doesn't mean anything at all. Or does it enhance the evolution of words? Because it forces new words into the vocabulary that ought to not need to be there. Well, like ban- banning, no, but but you like leaving words in the language, and then people like if people don't like it and they don't use them, far it's selling right on. But you're not going to force people to stop using words. I have a solution to this. Stop trying to tell people what to do and mind your own business, Canada. Your own bleeping business. Yeah, what's that all about? I just it's just it's always funny. Here's the thing. Never stops being funny. <laughs> Outside of like this particular venue, yeah. I cuss quite a bit. What? I know. Hard to. Hard you to do? That's. I do. Oh, I can't even believe that. I, that is unbelievable. unbelievable. It's amazing that I haven't had to get dumped here. I know. I think all point. three of us are pretty naughty. <laughs> In general. But right. And then also we cuss a lot. Right. <laughs> what I'm saying is. I never worry about what I'm saying because how you receive what I'm saying is kind of a you problem. True that. Mm-hmm. Right? Like the reason curse words in general have some kind of miracle power is because the listener has been conditioned that these are the bad words. Right. And they are just words and they have uses and con- and context to use them in. But somehow from like when you're little, right, these are the naughty words that you're not allowed to say until you're old enough. And then yeah. you get conditioned that right. these are the bad ones. And that is actually really, really toxic. In one of my midwifery books that I'm reading, it was going into, not to go off on another tangent, <laughs> but um, it was discussing how there are different words for, you know, women's parts yes, right. that are kind of seen as like dirty or obscene or you know they have certain connotations with them and her point was like why like this is my body it's my sacred vessel I think that if I use any one of those words I don't know if I can say all of those words on the radio so I'm not going to but you can basically use whatever word you want for it and it's based on how you feel about it so it has nothing to do with the word and it has everything to do with you. And it kind of has been toxic in that sense because it almost like took that away from women and made them seem like they're dirty or right. lesser or that their body parts are wrong and men's aren't. And so that's a way where when you kind of like 
criminalize words and be like, no, this is a bad word. You can't use it. It can be very harmful and very hurtful. Right. I know that the medical industry, as it is, uh, attempts to use what's known as clinical terminology when referring to body parts of different various natures, uh, specifically for that reason. Right? Yeah. They they stick to the clinical hospital, you know, definition or words that they can be used and avoiding the slang. Yeah. So to speak. Right. Uh, and like, I mean, as an industry, sure. Okay. Maybe that's what you do. But it doesn't necessarily mean that nobody else should use those words. Yeah. You know? Well, but should we only use those words then? Because they're factually the most accurate. Well, you should use the words you're comfortable with. Okay. Right, and if that's the clinical terminology or the slang, shouldn't matter as long as everybody knows what you're talking about. And that's like, it's one of the first things you learn about uh, uh, arguments, right? Debate, right? If you're in a high school debate club or whatever, right? They, first they teach you that everybody has to agree on the definitions of the words that you're yes. using yeah. in order to have an accurate debate. And so that's where this comes in. If one person's using slang and the other person's using clinical terminology, you got to make sure both people are on the same page with the definitions of those words. They mean the same thing before you can get going. 603-283-6160. More bleeping show is coming up. This is Free Talk Live. It's literally about the bovine uniting and fighting for their freedom. Cows with guns. Cows say tongue. Yeah, okay. Oh, we're back. Oh, the show's back, guys. Sorry. We're, we're doing some stuff, you know, in between during the, uh, yeah, believe it or not, when you are listening to our sponsors, we're still working behind the scenes on making this show as good a show as we can possibly muster. I thought that was just a goofing off period. I mean, uh, one man's goofing off is another man's show refinement, okay. is it not? Fair enough. Anyway, this is Free Talk Live. Man, you always got to bring it down, man. Sorry. What's up with that? I'm sorry. We're down, I guess. Don't bring me down, Bruce. <laughs> Is that what they say, Bruce? I think so. Am <laughs> I? I might just been making that up. I just. I never knew. That I thought it was Bruce or something. I I didn't think it was an actual word. Let's see. I thought they were like rolling. Uh, let me, let me Professor fact, Nikki is on it. I'll fact check this. Continue, <laughs> I, continue. I, I literally thought they were like, you know, trying to roost or something like whatever. I, don't, I have no idea. Uh, 603-283-6160 in the studio. It's myself, the captain. Moo. Professor Nikki. Interrupting cow. <laughs> Interrupting cow who? That's, that's the end of the joke, man. Oh. The moo part is the part. That yeah. means you'll never tell that that's joke That's the again? ha-ha part. Yeah. Jesus. There's no questions after the punchline. No? No. Oh. So I'm heckling you then. Yeah. Nice. Good for me. We've been talking about well, all sorts of weird things, many tangents, uh, 18 words in, in Canada that are apparently offensive and other things, too, that they're talking about. You know, well, if we can't say these, we think these are offensive, we should also not say these words. Because blah, 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 blah. And it gets like, it gets to a point where, like, if you start eliminating any words at all, that's like the end of freedom of speech. It really is. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, there's been like one successful word eliminated for most for the most part. Right. In in uh American English? Sure. Uh the N? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean that's probably successful. Well, no, because like people say it all the time. 
but just, it's, it's shunned more than any other. Well, word. they just take they take and misspell it a little bit. Okay, and so now I guess it's pronounced a bit different. We're taking it back, and they've made it mean something different too, which is kind of the point I was trying to make. If you start banning words. You sort of take away the ability for words to evolve, to mean different things, you know? Uh, like vaccine. For example. For example. You know, uh, the definitions of words change over time, whether this is, you know, conspiracy or, you know, a government changing a definition no. to fit the narrative, or it's people evolving and like, okay, now that word means this instead of that. Yeah. I kind of feel like that way with the dictionary. It's mm-hmm. it's not the authority of the words it's the like the record keeper of the words that makes sense like the dictionary doesn't tell you what words mean the dictionary like keeps a record of how words are commonly used right and if you go Mm -hmm. back to you know dictionaries from 100 years ago and look up the same word you'll find that some words have completely different definitions than do now which is why in some debate circles Right there's like the dictionary of record. Right, like you have to use the words as it's defined in this. Like Scrabble. Right. No, they'll they'll literally agree on a specific edition of right. a dictionary in That's order to saying. engage the debate. Right. right. Yeah. Nikki, fact check. Electric Light Orchestra, don't bring me down. In terms of misheard lyrics, one of the most famous ones is in the. 1979 hit single by ELO, "Don't Bring Me Down," the highest chartist single. Highest charting single in the history of Jeff Lynn led group. Okay. Okay. More on this. The real lyric is Groose, G R O O S. Obviously, over the years, fans have said Bruce instead of Groose because is Groose even a word? I tried to look it up, and the only thing that came up was gross, understandably. Got to use the older dictionaries. I guess so. Is it the past tense of Greece? Greased? I, I grease something. So, G-R-O- but apparently... G-R-O-O-S-E? No, just with an just, S. No just e. S. So, but apparently Jeff Lynn finally gave up, and now he sings Bruce when he performs the song, <laughs> because everybody was like, what is Bruce? And he was like, I don't know, I just made it up, so he's fine. He's like, okay, fine. Everybody wants Bruce, it's Bruce now, so. Uh, so, <laughs> this from the internet, Carl Groose... Uh, born 10th of December, 1861, was a philosopher and psychologist who proposed an evolutionary industrial theory of play. So there you go. Maybe they were re- referencing uh, this historical figure, Carl Groose. He says it is just a nonsense word. And it was supposed to be a placeholder while thinking of a new lyric. And then it just it just stuck. <laughs> just made it into the main copy. It, it stuck until fans changed changed it to Bruce because they had no clue what he was saying. There's oh, another. So now he has. Now he's found the placeholder. That was for it. that was the placeholder. There's another song. Oh, it's uh, is it Phil Collins? Uh, it is. It's it's Susudio. Susudio. Uh, That's the song. Yeah. Okay. And uh, same thing. He was like, well, I was, and and I've experienced this as a songwriter working in bands and stuff where you're trying to figure out a lyric. You'll just, I call it, I call it drunken ease or verbal ease uh, where you just sort of babble a thing. Like you could come up with, we'll call it a vocal line or like the melody of the vocal line without having any actual words. You could be like, well, I kind of wanted to go, uh, 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 right? Now I'm just using ahs. stuff. Oh. But, like, I used to do, because metal, I'd, like, try and uh, 
communicate a guitar riff to like another guitarist, a bass player or another guitar player, and be like, no, it's not jagungan jagungan gal, it's jagungan 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 gal, right? And like that is the language of like how guitar players speak to each other when trying to describe a riff. I call it jagungan gal. Because okay. it sounds mystic and, you know, like it's from the hills and somebody came down with like stone tablets or something. That reminds me of like, I used to be, I did dance for many years, like ballet, whatever. And a lot of times the choreographer would be like, instead of like counting or saying the actual names yeah. of the dance moves. And you just knew what they were talking about. And it made so much more sense than like five, six, seven, eight, just the pow, pow, pow. And they would use different frequencies and different like yes. pitches. And then you just know exactly what they meant. Yep. So it's kind of similar. Richie? How did I we get here? I relate to any of this. Where did, I, where did we come I, from? I, I'm not a musician so. nor a dancer. Please use your words, people. I think you could dance. Poorly. So you think you can dance? I, I didn't say well. <laughs> we're doing a show, aren't we? At oh, it was Groose. That's how we got here. Groose led us here. ELO, of all people, led us here. And I blame Richie Rich. I, think I don't even know who those people are. That's exactly why I blame you. Your lack of musical history knowledge is, I know. you know, uh, lacking. It's the one field that I would like really call out for help on if we were on the World Series of Pop Culture. Yeah. I, I think we could have you on the music. We, we got your back. Good. Yeah. Uh, so where were we? I mean, there's more to this if you want, but it, you know, yeah. there's not much more. So what else we can... got, guys? What, what, Let's spice it up. What kind of a segue can well, we come up with? I thought we had Nikki's Canadian uh, insults. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did. We did. I, yes, we do have that. <laughs> Close to the tab. Good thing you guys babbled us into a break. 603-283-6160. Coming up, Nikki's Canadian Insults. We've prepared for quite a while for this particular event. Five, which refer to only hockey. Coming up, this is Free Talk Live. The Free State Project has reached its goal of 20,000 liberty lovers who've pledged to move to New Hampshire and get active to achieve liberty in our lifetime. Perhaps you're trying to figure out what part of New Hampshire should be your destination. If so, consider Keene. You'll find more than 150 reasons to move to Keene at move.freekeene.com. Keene is famous for its historic, publicity-generating activism, as well as being the liberty media capital of the world. It's home to freekeene.com, New Hampshire's destination for liberty activism, news, and opinion. For years, we've been compiling over 150 reasons to move to Keene at move.freekeene.com, where you'll learn about some of what's happening here and what makes Keene a great place to live. If you love liberty, you'll probably enjoy anywhere you end up in the Shire. But do your due diligence first. Please visit move.freekeen.com for the full list of over 150 reasons to move to Keene. That's move.freekeen.com. in your music. What do you mean, you guys? Meow, 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 meow. Yes, this is Meow Mix Live. <laughs> <laughs> no, no it's, sponsor. It's not. It's Free Talk Live. 
Uh, Meow Mix is in no way affiliated with Free Talk Live that I'm aware of, anyway. But if you're a rep for Meow Mix and you want to be a sponsor... You can email Mark at freetalklive.com. Well, Rich, for that matter. Jesus. Oh, sorry. Yes. I'm here. Yes. Don't have to go over my oh, this head. Is, <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> Anyways. Awkward. <laughs> Uh, Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're big fans of that here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it is really taking off. Now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so now we're streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help Seed to keep it online forever. Video.freetalklive.com. Follow us on Odyssey today. Again, video.freetalklive.com. Also, before we go on, I want to say thank you to Jack Glansberg. He's a silver-level AMPS contributor over at ampsamps.freetalklive.com. Uh, we blew up the amps or the old amp program when we blew up the website and replaced it with the amps program. That's How creative! Advertise, market, promote, promote, and support. Right. So we added an S to the whole thing, and then of course we're using Patreon as our uh, vehicle for that. So if you enjoy the content that Free Talk Live brings, if you enjoy the hosts, the co-hosts, uh, you know, if you find value in it and you want to see the message of liberty, peace, and freedom spread, please become an AMPS subscriber. Contribute to this program, and we will get onto more radio stations. We're on, I don't know, a couple of hundred stations now. We could be on 300, 400 stations. Not out of the question. It's all up to you. Thank you again, Jack Glansberg. We appreciate you. Let's spread liberty, peace, and freedom further and wider than coronavirus. Okay, yes, let's do that. Let's do that. I, I have no problem with this at all. See, I'm helpful sometimes. Are you, though? No. <laughs> I'm disruptive. A liability. Oh. oh, disruptive like Bitcoin. Sure, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. Very nice, very nice, very nice. Well done. Uh, what were we going to talk about? Nikki. Canadian uh, insults. Some Canadian. Now, yes. now are these are these Canadians who are hurling insults at oh, us, for example? Or is this uh, things, if you're not a Canadian and you say to a Canadian, they will find insulting? And is hoser on the list? I think it is. Okay. <laughs> no, these are just things that, insults that people in Canada say that are super Canadian. For example, five of them involve hockey. So they're just like stereotypical like Canadian insults. Some of them I can't even pronounce. Pronounce it like a Canadian. You'll be fine. <laughs> that, that is going to make it even more difficult for me. So let's not. Angie Shore, a Newfoundland insult meaning someone who is too lazy to go fishing. <laughs> okay. Bow cave, uh, slang meaning total idiot. 
If you get called this, you've really irked somebody. Wait, what is it? Bow Cave? Yeah. I'm trying to make that Bo, one stick like into the, the name. Rolodex. B-E-A-U? Yeah. And so B-E-A-U. it's one word or two words? Two words. <laughs> How did you go to E-A-U for bow? Instead of just B-O. Because like it, a, yeah, it's, it's Canadian. Canadian it's French. It's French. Bow. 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 And then what's, uh, how do you spell the rest of it? C-A-V-E? Bow cave? Cave. Yeah. Oh. Cave. Like a, like a bat. Bat so, cave. So instead of, instead of retarded, they're just calling people bow cave? Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing it. I think, I mean, if I'd known this terminology, you know, when I needed an internet pseudonym, you might be, you know, sitting down next to Bow Cave right now. Captain so, Bow Cave? Not even Captain, just oh, Bow Cave. Okay. I love stuff like this because it's just like weird, obscure insults and you can insult people and they will have no clue. They're just like, oh, you said something weird, like whatever. But you can be saying something really, really mean to them and they have no clue. <laughs> Bow Cave doesn't get the joke. <laughs> What else? Bender, a bad hockey player. Wait, Bender? Like the robot guy from Futurama? Futurama? Yeah. I love that guy. Or a Bender. You know, a little too much drinking and drugging. Screw it. We'll make our own holiday with blackjack and hookers. Huzzah! (laughs) Anyways. My Bender impersonation. One whose skates are so badly tied that his ankles bend. That's why his... That's where the bender comes from. It's huh. a bender, eh? These just like really aren't insulting or really that great. Canada, Canada you need help. <laughs> bushed, a West Coast description of someone who's been in the bush too long and has become somewhat uncivilized. Oh. I think I thought bushed was like an Australian thing. Well, tired. But I yeah, guess... I've heard it tired. Right. I'm, uh, I'm I am bushed. bushed. I, yeah. I got to take a nap. Yeah, I guess it means like the woods. I guess. Or you've been attacked by like one of the many members of the Bush family. Like Clinton? (laughs) Right. Like everybody in the United States? Like like don't get Clinton. And don't get Bushed. And watch out, you might get Bushed. Like (laughs) 9-11. A a perfect example of getting Bushed. (laughs) Chrysler, a hockey player who falsely claims that he got an assist when he didn't. Thus, Chrysling points from his teammates. I, I still think that one is named after someone named Chrysler. Are you sure it's Probably. pronounced Chrysler, not like Probably. Chisler? Chisler? Like Swizzler? It's C-H-I-S-E-L-E-R. Okay. I don't know if you guys... It's taken you maybe a long Chisler. time to realize this. I can't read. I am like basically illiterate, and it is... So I'm kind of just making this stuff up. I'm not even reading off of the screen. Where's your librarian glasses? <laughs> Maybe that's why. Maybe I should start wearing I'm, my glasses. I'm pretty sure you can read. Yeah, I can. I can read. I'm at least at like a sixth grade level. All right, that's acceptable. Pretty, you know, pretty that's good. Acceptable Doing for the, better than like most Americans for the in-house I, fact checker. Yeah, like I said. I know. I said sixth grade. <laughs> IHFC. You've got an acronym now. You're the IHFC. In-house fact checker. I like it. Chrysler. A slang term from the Maritimes is often heard as little Christer, an equivalent in meaning to the little devil, most often used to refer to a mischievous child. Christer. Like the opposite. Jesus Christer. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That kid's a little Christer. We also got chucklehead, a word from Newfoundland. (laughs) I love that word. I haven't heard that in so long. (laughs) Someone who's stupid. (laughs) Come on, you chucklehead. Another another good one. Doughhead, popular mm. in southern Ontario, an insult that is synonymous with stupid and thick in the head. 
So can you be a doughhead and a chucklehead simultaneously? I'm sure you could. Probably make you a bow cave. Or even yeah. simul- simultaneously? Yeah. Make you a bow cave. Simultaneously? Simultaneously. And if you play hockey, you might be a dusty slash duster, a bad hockey player who spends all her time on the bench. That her? <laughs> Gathering dust. <laughs> well, right, you're, what are you trying to say, Canada? Because you're Canadian can't, male, you're not going to be a bad hockey I'm player. I'm offended. Chicks can't play right? hockey in Canada, apparently. You can be a woman and a hockey player, but as soon as you get to Canada, your skills just erode. They're gone. Collect dust. <laughs> you're a duster. I wonder if they give you like a little wand with the feathers and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I know, a little maid. Hey, you little, little duster. <laughs> Suddenly, Canadians are Australian. <laughs> hey, you little duster. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> We also got a Gorby. <laughs> I, this is weird. What's a Gorby? A loud, obnoxious, ignorant tourist. Oh. Oh, a Turon. Yeah, That's a across, Turon. That's a tourist and a moron. Yeah, I like yeah, that it's a, one. It's a Turon. That's a, uh, a guy named Jim in Panama City, Florida. Uh, it parlayed that one on me, and I sort of took it from there. Tourist plus moron equals Turon. 603-283-6160. What insults do you have for Canadians? More free talk live is on the way. Welcome back, everybody. It is free talk live. The final segment here of this Sunday night. Edition, sadly, a sermon, if you will, from the Reverend Captain Kickass and his cohorts, Nikki Sunshine and Richie Rachel. She got a last name. Yeah. Sometimes I throw it in there, you know. Yeah. Depends how I feel. Is it? Is, would your bootlegger name then be Nikki Moonshine? It would. Okay. And at night, I'm Nikki Moonlight. So. Oh. Well, I like Moonshine better. You know, you're okay, too, I guess. Rich, I don't like you. <laughs> I'm used to that. <laughs> you know what I do like? I like BitBox, and we're giving away a second BitBox here in the coming weeks on Freer Talk Live, believe it or not. The BitBox is a hardware cryptocurrency wallet, but unlike other wallets, BitBox's software is 100% open source, which helps it to avoid some of the problems that other hardware wallets sometimes have. If you want a chance to win one, all you have to do is join the AMPS program at amps.freetalklive.com. We'll be choosing one of our supporters at random on an episode of Freer Talk Live on New Year's Eve. So, uh, And although we like being able to offer a bonus to our supporters, the real reason you should join is because you want to support the show. But hey, a free hardware wallet wouldn't hurt, right? Join the program now at amps.freetalklive.com. Again, the giveaway New Year's Eve episode of Freer Talk Live coming up in, well, just a couple of days, really. So ring in the new year with that and get a prize, potentially. Yeah. So what are we going into? We're going to year three of COVID? Is that is that what's up? Uh, yeah, because it was COVID-19. Right. And then so 20, and now 21. 20 21 yeah. uh, all right. Well, um, I had to... Uh, if you people would just put your masks on and take your vaccine and get all your boosters... We would have had this thing beat already, but no. Where do you get that idea from? Isn't that a leftist talking point? Are you a leftist? No. Just sharing their talking points. Why would you do that? 
if you're not one of them. To be adversarial, so we're not agreeing on everything at the table, Captain? Like a Turon? Sure. <laughs> in the previous segment, if you're just tuning in for some reason, I used the word Turon, uh, which uh, I learned many, many 30 plus years ago in Panama City, Florida, a friend of mine named Jim. It's a portmanteau. It's a tourist and a moron. Turon, right? You put two words together, make a new word. It's a portmanteau. And then... Uh, uh, this guy who calls in frequently, Major Payne, who calls in way too frequently when he knows he can only get on the radio one time. But he but likes talking he, to you, Captain. He, for whatever reason, and it kind of sucks, but he called in just a moment ago and was like, look, dude, uh, you got to look that word you just used. Look, I'm like, okay, whatever, mate. And I hung up on him. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to look it up. And like Wikipedia has Turan in it listed, not to be to be confused with Turan or Turan, which spelled a couple of different ones. Got like Turan, a Turan. Turon is a derogatory term combining the words tourist with moron to describe any person who, while on vacation, commits an act of pure stupidity. So most tourists. Yeah. Y- yeah. So, Americans in Mexico? <laughs> not only is it on Wikipedia, it's in <laughs> Urban in Dictionary. Europe. Americans in Canada. <laughs> there's, a, there's an Instagram group called Turons of Yellowstone. What does Turon mean from definitions.net? Americans in America, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that's who. <laughs> Americans in America, apparently. Don't even, I wanted to tell you guys that that, that was real. Um, here's something that I think is, well, something I've advocated for before. Right? Politicians, kings, queens, whatever, these people in power over populations of people, uh, you know, when it comes to solving problems, they like to bomb each other. And by each other, I don't mean each other. I mean each other's populations, right? And that doesn't inf- sound fair. It's not. And in fact, they enlist the young people of their populations to do the fighting. That doesn't sound fair. Also not fair. So what would be a fair but way? they bribe them. Like that doesn't sound fair. No. I've always said that like, <laughs> if you're a, a president and you got a problem with a president of another country somewhere, you guys should get into the ring and duke it out. Put yeah. on your knuckle dusters. That sounds fair. Knuckle dusters. Way to fit that one into the show. Thanks, man. Uh, this You brought this in uh, from Vice.com. Brazilian politicians are now settling disputes with MMA fighting. It's beautiful. That is beautiful. The two politicians had been arguing over a water park project and decided to settle things by getting in the ring. Remember when American politicians would just go out back and duel? <laughs> Slap each other with a with a with a uh, a glove. Yes. Challenge thee to a duel. Two politicians in Brazil settled a dispute with their fists over the weekend in a three round MMA style brawl that went viral around the country. The match pitted uh, Simão. I can't pronounce this guy's name. A thirty nine year old mayor against former councillor Enrio, aged forty five. So I don't usually advocate for violence, but this sounds like pretty, you know, it sounds voluntary and they're not hurting anybody else in the process. So I support it. And most importantly, they're not stealing money from their population to fund a war machine to go and bomb populations of people they've never met. Well, to be fair, whatever they're fighting over, this water project is likely going to be funded by stolen taxpayer money at some point. True. But, okay. it's, but it's the fighting over it part where they're not you know, conscripting people and, and that kind of thing. Sure. It, it's an improvement in the horrible process that exists. The two had been feuding over this water park project and taking shots at each other in the local press and social media for months and decided the best way to settle their beef was a good old-fashioned fight. In September, Silva challenged the mayor to a fist fight, calling him a crook 
and blaming him for allegedly failing to conserve a water park on a river that passes Borba, where PX Soto is mayor, according to The Guardian. Uh, they eventually agreed uh, to fight, but only if it was organized properly inside a ring, saying he was the mayor and not a street fighter. Oh, okay. <laughs> we need a sanction bout. Can't just have this anywhere. The fight finally happened in the early hours of Sunday morning in the gymnasium of a local school and was live-streamed on the mayor's Facebook account. <laughs> this is awesome. This is the way politics should be run. No. This, oh. this is how you get President Camacho. This is how you get Camacho. <laughs> yes, Alonzo, oh, no. Dwayne, But Mountain I thought Dew, that was the chosen Camacho. future. <laughs> Have you guys seen either of the new South Parks? No. no. The, the post-COVID. It's a two-episode thing. It's fantastic. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to say any more about it because that would spoil it. I don't want to spoil it for any listeners that also haven't heard it. Does Kenny still die? You killed Kenny. I can't say anything more. You just oh watch my goodness! It. Just it's it's a complex situation. Can't wow. even spoil a twenty year running joke. Surrounded by onlookers, the two politicians entered the ring around two two thirty a.m. <laughs> what? <laughs> did they get? Did they go to the bar first and get hammered? Or uh, you might have to. Uh, as video- you're reconsidering your life choices as mayor. <laughs> video of the fight shows the mayor debuting to a Brazilian pop ballad. Uh, yeah, translation music a, and everything. A new winner, and then the other one approached Silva, ran his finger across his neck in a gesture signifying the decapitation of his rifle. Ooh. Is this serious? The three-round battle started with Silva aggressively going at the mayor with leg kicks until the mayor connected with a right jab, knocking his opponent to the ground. The mayor then pounced on him, pinning him to the ground while landing a few more punches. But the momentum changed quickly after that. Who's the mayor now? (laughs) Silva flipping the mayor over and lending several blows of his own. The men then proceeded to land several punches and kicks on each other until the first round ended. The two politicians lack... Of professional training was obvious, as both men appeared tired and worn out quickly. Yeah, I mean, isn't that doesn't that just describe politicians tired and worn out? Yeah. Through the remainder of the two rounds, their kicks and punches were sloppy and rigid, but seemingly effective as the fight slowed down as it continued. Although Silva seemed to have the upper hand in the final two rounds, landing numerous kicks on the mayor before the bout ended. When the judges gave their final call, the mayor was declared the winner. Local media were surprised by the results. The mayor took, he paid off the judges. He's I, the mayor. Uh, I mean, and the news too, right? Yeah. yeah. The mayor took such a beating, his jaw dropped. The local news website then expressed shock that Silva lost on points. Still, even with the controversial decision, the two rivals appeared in good spirits afterwards. They laughed and hugged and shook hands and patted each other on the back as the judges declared the mayor the winner. While the two politicians may finally have a decision on who would win in a fight, it's unclear how the battle will affect the water park. <laughs> so totally pointless. <laughs> that instigated the brawl in the first place. Yeah, that's... You're, you're still not getting the water park, bro. Oh, man. Yeah. Although, you know, this is the preferred way for politicians to solve their problems. Sure. Politi- in my opinion, right? Just, or yeah. citizens against politicians. Ooh. Why can't we challenge them to the same bout to fisticuffs? Like yeah. some Wild West, you know? Yeah. Well, I guess we're about out of time for this edition of Free Talk Live. You, If you missed any of tonight's program, you can find it over at freetalklive.com. Drop down on the menu and select the archive section. I feel gypped. 
You can call in seven nights a week between 7 and 10 p.m. every night. Thanks, everybody, and peace. Join liberty-minded voluntarists, anarchists, and libertarians from June 27th through July 3rd for the 6th Annual Fork Fest at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. Fork Fest is a fork of the Porcupine Freedom Festival, which sold out for the first time in 2021. Fork Fest takes place the week after Pork Fest, but Fork Fest is decentralized, which means that there's no ticket cost and no one is in charge. All you have to do to join the fun is reserve your camping site, RV site, or motel room with Rogers Campground for June 27th through July 3rd. There's no better place to celebrate Independence Day than around other freedom-loving activists in the Shire. You can find out more at the unofficial website, forkfest.party. You can also connect with other attendees on the ForkFest Telegram and Matrix chat rooms, as well as the ForkFest forum. You can find links to those at forkfest.party. We hope to see you there. Forkfest.party.